Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Antonio breaks down the law of attraction so well that it doesn't matter whether you're a child or an adult. Whether you're 8 years old or 80 years old, Antonio teaches the law of attraction in a way to where anyone can grasp the concept, can gain understanding, and can begin to use the law of attraction to get what it is that they desire most in life. I guarantee you that you want to take a listen to Antonio's podcast, Secret to Success, Law of Attraction. I need to talk to you today about stop compromising, okay? Stop compromising. So as you share this feed, I need to get started. Listen, listen, my brothers and my sisters, my friends, my my ladies and my gentlemen and my boys and girls and my children of all ages, we of Generation X proudly, no, I'm just joking, but you understand, (laughs) that's a wrestling joke right there if you ever heard it. The point is you must stop compromising. You compromise every single thing that you do. I don't mean to be rude. I don't mean to be disrespectful. But right now, many of you are in terrible relationships because you have compromised with picking your mate. And then you 
are in terrible relationship because you have compromised with lowering your ego. You are in compromising situations because you are a chronic compromiser. Write that down. Some people, most people, are chronic compromisers. How do we identify chronic compromisers? You find these people by looking at their harvest. That's what it is. Listen, you can compromise on your dreams all you want, but your harvest will never be a compromise. It will always be in full effect. Did you hear what I just said? Okay, I, have to be, I only want to talk to you about five things today, but right now just regale me in this introductory part of this particular motivational coaching call. You are chronic compromising when your harvest is in full effect against your dreams. Think about that for a second. Some of you take the same road to work that you hate. You live in a city that you hate. You drive a car that you hate. You work with co-workers that you hate. You have a boss that you hate. And you go home to someone you hate in a house that you hate and that you call life and it's disgusting. It's not the way it works. Life's too short for you to be with somebody that doesn't make you happy. Life's too short for you to work at a job at some place that doesn't make you happy. And the reason why you stay in situations, which is a decision that no longer serve you, is because you're compromising. Allow me to give you just a few examples. You are at a job that you don't like because you are afraid to be the new person on the new one. Compromising. How many of you right now, by show of hands, are literally at a job that is not paying you your worth? Because you are too tired or too old or too afraid to be the new guy or girl at the job. How dare you affect the lives of your children because you don't want to be the new person. How dare you affect your dreams in the future because you don't want to Guys, listen to me. At some point, you have to get out your comfort zone and stop compromising. But that's the deal about compromising. Compromising is more comfortable than conquering. I haven't even got to the five things I want to talk to you about. I just want to hit you in the face with some. No, I'm not, I'm not even close to the five things I want to talk about. I just want to let you know that the reason you keep compromising, because it is easier to compromise than it is to conquer. And it's easier to talk about conquerors with a group full of compromisers. You missed what I just said. I'll rewind that. Compromisers always talk about conquerors. You got to stop that. Compromisers always talk about conquerors. Yes, you got a question. Sure. It is easier to compromise than it is to conquer. In your mentality. But let me help you. The truth is, as far as energy goes, it takes far more energy to compromise than it does to conquer. 
as far as mentality goes, you think that well, it's too hard to go do what I want to do. It's, it's too hard. They won't let me. I don't have the credit to get the house. I don't have the, the skills to apply for the job. Did you know that uh, statistically that 70% of women only apply for 30% of the jobs that they feel they're qualified for because they're not 100% qualified for? Did you know that? Did you know that 70% of women only apply for 30% jobs only if they meet 100% of a qualification? While men just walk up and apply knowing that they only meet 30% of the qualifications. Women, you are holding yourself back because you're compromising because you let somebody tell you in order to be a woman, you have to outperform men. I'm not telling you that that's not all the way true. I'm telling you, do not accept other people's ideologies that do not work for you. Because if working hard worked, all of you would be millionaires. But the hardest person, the hardest working people you know in your life are also the poorest people you know. Because people take advantage of hard-working people who are keep their mouth shut and take pennies. But as far as real deal scientific energy goes, as far as real deal scientific energy goes, it literally takes more energy to compromise. Because when you compromise, you got to buy stuff as if you were not. When you compromise, you got a lot of your friends about how this is not really what it looks like. When you compromise, you have to spend a lot of time trying to be happy when you're unhappy. When you compromise, you have to spend a lot of time at the red box spending money on movies so you can forget your reality. When you're compromising, you have to spend a lot of time binge watching shows on Netflix because you're trying to escape the reality that you are not a conqueror because you've decided to do so. And the truth is, all of you are conquerors. Every last one of you. But you've been taught to compromise. I say I haven't got to my five things yet. I say I haven't got to them yet. The number one teachers in your life who have taught you how to compromise have been your parents. They did the best they could with what they had, but that cardinal got in the way so they had to compromise. They taught you things like money don't grow on trees. Anybody ever heard that one before? They taught you things like, I'm not Rockefeller, I don't have money. They taught you things like when you go into this store, don't ask for nothing. I wish I had some real people that had some real parents. Your parents accidentally taught you like. And since they come from a generation in which hard work and social security would pay off, since they come from a generation to where you had to depend not on healthcare but having nine kids, hopefully that one of those kids come back and make sure that you're not in a nursing home since they had to depend on banks because FDR bailed out such banks. Since they had to do all these things, they taught you, be safe, go to school, get a job. One of them jobs that let you off on the holidays. We got the same grandmother. 
we got the same mama. You understand what I'm saying? And the truth is, the people that you admire don't have degrees. The people, if whatever phone you have in your pocket right now, it doesn't matter. Apple, Android, those people, yeah. they don't have degrees. Now, Android, those guys came out of Stanford. You can't, you got to go work with Bill Gates with a degree. He doesn't have a degree. Mark Zuckerberg, degree. You're watching me on Facebook, degree. And he don't have one. Guys, stop it. Now, let me tell you the five things I want to tell you about. If you want to stop compromising, I'm going to tell you just five things. I don't know how long it's going to last. I'm not even looking at the time. I've closed my laptop. I want to tell you five things. Thing number one, you got to know what you want. Oh, this is the hardest thing for people who have compromised to get. Knowing what you want. When you've compromised your whole life, you forgot to actually pick something that you want. You ever, you ever tried to eat with somebody who compromised all the time? Where you want to go? I don't know where you want to go. And 50 minutes later, you warm up some Hot Pockets because both of y'all are compromisers and you can't even eat. You got to know what you want. You have to know what you want. Why do you need to know what you want? Because when you know what you want, I cannot put on you what you do not want. Did you hear what I just said? When you know what you want, I cannot put on you what you do not want. They're still missing it. When you know what you want, I cannot put on you what you do not want. There is a story in a pretty good book that some of you may have heard of about a little guy named David, and he was not his father's best choice. As a matter of fact, his father really didn't care too much about him at the least because when it was time to show um, his son some favor, he left out this little kid named David, this little runt. He, he was one of those sheep people that guarded the sheep and he smelled like sheep boo-boo. And he all these things that he had to do, he wasn't one of the pretty sons. And his father named Jesse didn't really care about him or so to speak, at least with the evidence that we have. And one day, David looks at this big old giant disrespecting his people. And everybody is scared of the people. And then David says, I'll take care of this. And the king of that day says, listen, man, you're crazy. My man, my man, you crazy. You crazy, but I appreciate you because I needed somebody because I wouldn't go on out there. My man, you crazy. <laughs> you crazy. I wouldn't go on out there, but you crazy, though. Can we just pause right there? Listen, the people in your life will literally tell you you crazy about something that they too scared to do it themselves. That one was for free. Quit letting scary people tell you how crazy you are. That one was still for free. Let me repeat it again. Quit letting scary people tell you how crazy you are about being a dreamer. But David wasn't a dreamer. David knew that he had had a purpose and he knew that this was a problem and this giant must fall. And the king said, David, put on my armor. David puts on his armor. He puts it on real good. He puts it on good. He, David puts it on this, this full of gold and stuff and silver and all this good stuff. And then David says to one of the greatest things you'll ever hear in your life, David says, man, this don't fit me. Oh, you missed it. David puts on the best armor in his nation. It's the king's armor. It fits the king. But David says, even though it's better than what I have, it don't fit me. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, people will always try to put something on you that does not fit. 
stop letting people put stuff on you that don't fit. David knew that if I was going to win, I was going to have to win with my own style. My shoulders can't move and all this good stuff you said. Listen, everything, everything. Some of you, some of you like BMWs, but when you get in it, it just don't feel right. That's not to say that you want to be poor. That's just to say that you know what? You're happy that they got a BMW, but you don't need all that. Some of you can't sing a lick, but you can really file some papers. And they keep telling you, well, go on out there and play basketball. The singer said, no, nah, I'm going to just stay right here. And I'm going to stay in my lane to dominate my lane because what fits you don't fit me. You got to know what you want. Because when you know what you want, you will know what you don't want. And people like me, no matter how charismatic, cannot put something on you that does not fit. Can I introduce to you something you know deep in your subconscious, deep in your heart? Some of you are in relationships that don't fit. Can I introduce it to you? Can I introduce it to you? Some of you, some of you let somebody put a relationship on you. And that relationship never fit. And you done fell in love with somebody who don't fit. And you done fooled around and had kids with somebody who don't fit. Because your mama told you, when you going to give me some grandbabies? And your daddy told you, you need to find somebody. And now you got child support and all sorts of crazy stuff. Because you let old people and wrong people and poor people put a relationship on you that don't fit. Can I help you out just for a second? Ain't nothing wrong with being single. If ain't nobody out there. Love on yourself until somebody come. Some of you are in car notes that don't fit. Right, right. Oh, I'm trying, I'm just, I just want to tell, tell you, see, if you went to the car lot and knew what you want, you wouldn't have had that $475 car note that you can't afford. Some of you right now, car broke because you didn't know what you wanted when you went to the car lot and now you're car depressed. Oh, you can't do it like that. If you know what you want, ain't no charismatic salesman puts a car note on you that don't fit. Oh, I'm trying to help you out. You got to know what you want. Because when you know what you want, it is strong enough to pull you through the bull of life. If you're not, if you're not mistaken, if you're not, let me say it a different way. Let me, let me, let me up my vernacular just for a second. When you know exactly the target at which you decide to acquire, the manure of life cannot stick you and let you sink in it. Some of you are literally trapped in manure. Now, here's the deal. We're all human, and we got to walk through manure whether we are privileged or not, whether we were born to billionaires or not. So if you got to walk through manure, you might as well be walking to something that you want. But, you know, when you don't know what you want, other people put stuff on you. Last thing about knowing what you want. Ladies and gentlemen, when you don't know what you want, one of those leaders that's real close to your life, can I give you a few examples? Your boss, your grandmother. In fact, write these down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the people that if you're not careful, they'll have you living their dreams and not your own. When you know who you, know what you want, 
The people you are endeared to can't make you live their dreams. Your boss, your pastor. Uh-oh, I done hit somebody in the what? heart. <laughs> I know pastor need help. He don't need your help all the time. But you know what you want. Everything that, uh, that your grandmother need ain't necessarily serving you. Uh, your mama. How many of you know that if you, if it wasn't, how many of you know that your mama complained about you so much and she just had you clean up the house the whole day? Reverend. Come on now, come on. How many of you got that grandmother? You, you understand what I'm saying? It's not that they don't love you. They just want to keep you safe in their environment and feed you pennies so you don't go out there and waste the money that they don't think you're responsible to take care of. Anybody know these people like that? Anybody know somebody that got their own business? It would keep you working and hustling for their business, never to let you start your own business. Ladies and gentlemen, when you know what you want, then people like this cannot make you spend 95% in their dreams while you put only 5% of your energy in yours. Knowing what you want to keep these three type of things away, it keeps people from putting stuff on you that does not fit. It keeps people from making you live in their dreams and not in your own. And it keeps you out of relationships that you got to pay for for the rest of your life. Number two. Oh, man. Number two. When you know what you want, I'm going to lose about half the people after this point. They're going to disconnect. When you know what you want... Walk in that direction and be willing to lose everything. That was too hard. Well, that was number two. When you know what you want, walk in that direction and be willing to lose everything. Listen, the reason why most of you are not successful is because you're not willing to lose. Then you're not ready. You're not ready for that. Forget, <coughs> forget the fact that <coughs> losing is just opportunity that's hidden in the middle of failure. And failure doesn't really exist. Forget that. That's a that's another point for another phone call, which is a very hidden and golden truth that has been around for forever. But forget that point. If you are doing anything and you're not willing to die for it, you will not succeed. If you're doing anything and you're not willing to lose everything for it, you will not succeed. Some of you are doing the right things and all the right business moves, but the people around you need to be dropped and you won't let them go. Some of you have businesses with business partners that are holding you back. You're married with two spouses that are holding you back. I say this with respect. I'm not telling you to go out there and do all the crazy stuff. I'm just telling you that if you're going to do something, you might as well do it and be willing to lose everything because the only people who are willing to lose everything gain everything. Why is this important? Because when you're really the everything you're out your comfort zone you when you take high risk you get high reward when you take high risk you get high reward the reason why the harvest in your life is so low and mediocre because the risk in your life is so low and mediocre Sir. Tell you've been safe your whole life and want a, a wonderful breakthrough. Listen, you cannot be in financial freedom and be safe. 
You know why? Because energy is just money. And, the, and money is just energy. In order to get money, you got to spend a whole lot of energy. And you can't be safe and use energy. Listen, why are you doing something that you're not willing to die for? Because the moment that you're not willing to die for it, the moment it gets too hard, you're going to go back into the comfort of your living room. I'm not doing this. I don't have to put up with this. They know who I am. They need to respect me. I don't have to do this. And the only people who say what they're not going to do are the people who are not willing to die for what they actually want to do. What? Imagine if Rosa Parks wasn't willing to die to sit in that seat. Imagine if, imagine if Abraham Lincoln wasn't willing to die for his political stance. Imagine if Martin Luther King wasn't willing to die for the dream that he actually died for. Yeah. Can you imagine a comfortable world changer? Does that make sense to you? Yeah. A comfortable world changer? What if what if what if the first time Martin Luther King got a death threat? The first time he got a death threat he like, I'm not going to do this. I got my church to handle. This ain't what I'm supposed to do. Listen, all this comfort stuff. You praise the people who are willing to die for their dreams, but you're not willing to die for yours. And then you're mad when you're not being praised. The only time you're being praised is when you're gossiping on social networks. And if you want to have more inside your life, then you ought to be able to do something besides just being a gossiper. And you can't be anything in comfort but a comfortable couch potato. Listen, if you want it, you got to be willing to die for it. If you want it, you got to be willing to die for it. What if Mother Teresa wasn't comfortable giving her life away for everybody? When you find out what you want, did you see how it naturally progressed? Know what you want. And when you find out what you want, be willing to lose everything. Some of the people in your life are holding you back because you won't let them go. Somebody needs to recognize that the only reason you are where you are is because of the decisions you have made and the people you have kept in your life. The only reason you are where you are today is because of the decisions you have made and the people you have kept in your life. Number three, winning changes everything. Listen. If you guys want to stop compromise, you got to start winning. It's not really, you know, winners don't compromise, but compromises never win. Did you hear what I just said? Winners don't compromise, but people who compromise don't even know how to win. Les Brown says it best. There are winners and there are losers, and there are people who have not quite yet figured out how to win. And the people who have not quite yet figured out how to win are the people who compromise day in and day out. You want to lose 50 pounds, but every time you get that pie in front of you, you compromise and eat it. Oh, 
You hate your body when you get out of the shower, but you don't do any kind of cardio that's compromising. You're not willing to compromise. Some of you, the only time some of you, I'm not, I'm not. Come on, you out there now. Let me not do that. Let me not do that. The only time some of you sweat is when you're sleeping and the air condition is set too high. Come on, you got to be able to sweat things. You got to be able to die things. You, 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 yeah, sure was. You, you, you literally, 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 literally got to do more because winning changes everything. How many of you right now know somebody in your life that don't want you to make it? Come on, come on, be honest with me. Right? You, you. And some of you, some of you have them family members that still treat you like you're 20 years old or 14 years old. You still got them. You still got them. Start winning. Start winning and see what happens. Winning does two things. You can only do two things. Winning does two things. Winning makes people change their opinion about you or winning makes people distance themselves so much from you that they talk about you from miles away. <clears throat> They're going to talk about you anyway. Let them talk about you as you're financially intelligent. Winning does two things. Winning changes people's opinion about you or winning pushes people so far away from you that they talk about you way from a distance. It'd be like this here. I can't stand her. I, she don't know. Hey, girl. You, 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 you know who I'm talking about. Winning pushes people or repels them. It draws them in to you as an influence or pushes them far away. And, and, and be happy about the people that your winning has pushed away from you. We gotta talk about that for a second because some of you, some of you actually got the winning down and then you keep running back and chasing losers. Some of you got the winning down. You got the degree, and you keep running back chasing the same dude who didn't even want you to have one. Some of you right now, you got you got your dreams. You just got the good job, and you keep running to chase the losers, and you lost a good job because you popped hot on the piss test. Come on, somebody got to understand that when you start winning, stop chasing the people who don't win. You got to talk about it. Winning changes everything, and the most, most important thing that winning changes is that winning changes you. Do you know how much confidence you receive when you take a small victory? <clears throat> then you take a small victory and put that on the top of a small victory? Then you put that on top of another small victory? And you get a, your first $5,000 deal? You say crazy things like, I wonder if this would work for a $10,000 deal. Then when you put in the work and you get that $10,000 deal, then you're just crazy. You don't double it. You say, I wonder if this will work with a $50,000 deal. Then you put in the work and you get a $50,000 check in one day. Then you say, wait a minute. <laughs> I wonder if this will work for a million dollars. But you'll never even try to be a million dollars if you never caught the first sale that was just a dollar. Come on. Winning changes everything. Winning changes the people around you. It draws the people to you or it changes you. And the funny thing about money is you gotta grow out to it. It will dwindle when it comes to you. See, I gotta talk about it. 
Let me give you a million dollars right now. If all you are is a $30,000 person, you won't stop until you turn that million dollars into $30,000. You got to grow out to money to keep it. But some of you don't want to grow. Some of you don't want to grow. Number four. So I just had five things. Number four. This world owes me everything. I'm going to tell you about me and you listen to me. And then we're going to turn it around on you. See, I ate out them trash cans. Literally lived in one. Galveston, Texas. 775-50-1987. Parents gave me up, left me for dead. No disrespect to them. They did the best they could with what they had. But crack cocaine came through and left me out. I know what it feels like to eat out of trash cans. I get that. I know what it feels like to fail the fifth grade at Wise Intermediate School. I promise you, go look it up. It is a fact. I know what it feels like to turn around and then fail the sixth grade and then repeat the sixth grade. By the time I graduated, I was a grown man. I know what it feels like to have adults talking about you as a kid but not helping you at all. I know what it feels like to have parents tell you, keep you away from their kids. I know what it feels like to have to forge your mother's signature who you've never seen since you were six years old. Now you're 13. I know what it feels like to know how to cook at the age of six. I know what it feels like to know how to pick every lock known to man at the age of seven. I know what it feels like to sleep outside and get ate up by mosquitoes. I know what it feels like for you to go talk to an old person on 4709 Avenue O. These are real facts. And they tell you if you don't want to get bit up by mosquitoes, put Vaseline all over your body because the mosquitoes can't get through the Vaseline. Don't sit up here and tell me. I know what it feels like to stuff newspaper in my clothes just so I can stay warm. This world owes me everything. Everything. As much as you put me through, you're not going to give me. you crazy. As much homelessness as I had to endure, Vaseline I had to steal to put on my body just not to get ate up by mosquitoes. As much hungry nights as I had, as much beatings that I had to take down because somebody tried to eat my food at seven years old and you think I'm not going to get everything they got for me? You would never find me scared in the meeting. Because the people in that meeting would never have been through what I've been through just to get here. You missed what I just said. You would never find me intimidated at no meeting because you don't know what it took for me to get here. And I am not afraid. And if you don't want me to have it, that's between you and your ego because this world owes me everything. Enough about me, something about you. You've been through some problems. Don't matter if you've been privileged or not. Pain is pain and everybody finds pain. And if you've ever had to cry a tear, this world owes you everything. So why are you out here settling? Didn't you get your heart broke at 13? World owes you everything. You didn't get that pony at 6? World owes you everything. You ain't get that little red car? World owes you everything. You ain't get that game board? World owes you everything. Go get it. Whatever it is. I'm not telling you to be spoiled. I'm telling you to be pissed off for greatness. I'm not telling you to be mad. I'm telling you to be determined because everybody owes you money. How do you get it? You got to provide a service.
the dean of self-development. Mr. Earl Nightingale says, there's only two ways to make money. You either provide a service or you work at the mint. <laughs> there's only two ways. You either get created by working at the mint or you got to provide a service. Ask yourself, what kind of service are you providing? Because let me tell you something that the great Jim Rohn would tell you, that you get paid exactly what you deserve by the quality of service that you provide. Everybody listen to me right now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Everything you have right now in your bank account, that's what you deserve because that's the energy you put out into this universe. Some people don't like that one. I'm an overdraft. I'm not a negative. Your energy is your help to this world is at a negative. You only get paid according to the worth that you provide. It's called the law of compensation. Look it up. I promise you, you can Google it. I assure you, from Ralph Waldo Emerson writing about it to all Bridges, to Babylon, it, you will only get what you deserve. Nothing more, nothing less. If you buy my book, I deserve it. If you don't buy my book in your life, I deserve it. Nothing different. Number five. Kill your excuses. You said you can't get stuff out this life if you talk about how you can't get it. Because every time you say I am, that's a creation. Every time you say I can't, that's a creation. Every time you blame somebody else, you're not taking responsibility for you. Every time you mistreating somebody, you're affecting your own harvest. Every time you are dis, you are in a state of disharmony to make somebody else feel bad, you are ruining your own harvest. And the reason why you are overweight, and the reason why you have no friends, and the reason why you have no legacy is because all you do is make excuses instead of moves. telling you anything wrong being overweight. If that's what you like, go ahead and handle it. But I'm telling you, ain't no sense of you making a whole lot of money and dying the next day from high cholesterol. Some of you right now don't have anything and the only friends you have come through other people because that's your worth. And you don't want to admit it. And you mad at everybody who tells you something of self-development because you're secretly mad at yourself. You're mad at Jim Rohn because he corrected you. He didn't correct you. He told you a universal truth. You're mad at Tony Robbins because he correct. He didn't correct you. He told you a universal truth. What is a universal truth? The more you make excuses, the poorer you are. Stop compromising. Stop compromising. You were too great to compromise. You are source unlimited. Why are you compromising? You are God of choice. Why are you compromising? You're the greatest person that's ever lived in your skin. Why are you compromising? You can do anything exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ask or think. Why are you compromising? Stop compromising. The whole world is yours. Let me repeat. Know what you want. Find out what you want. Be willing to go in that direction and lose everything, even if it's people. Winning changes everything. This world owes you everything. So stop making excuses. I used to laugh at things like, 
law of attraction what you think is what you create anything related to energy you attract who you are anything of that nature I used to laugh at because I'm like that's not true and then I came across Antonio and his teachings of law of attraction and at first I rejected it because again I used to laugh at these things and the more and more I listened to Antonio's teachings the more and more things actually started making sense to me things started opening up for me and things started changing for me the law of attraction teachings that Antonio does have absolutely changed my life from the way that I parent to the person that I am today to the way I do business to the way I live my life I never knew how important your thoughts and your emotions were and that you actually attract that you know we always say this is what I want but what are you attracting deep within you what vibration are you putting out there and it took Antonio's teachings for me to be able to understand that while in my head I'm saying this is what I want the vibration that I'm putting out is a complete opposite once he taught me that the next step was to teach me how to vibrate at what I wanted. And once I started vibrating at what I wanted, that's when I noticed just how real the law of attraction is. Antonio has taught me that thoughts plus emotion equal creation. How to vibrate at what you want. How to put yourself where you want to be to feel it to smell it to taste it to see it how to touch it put yourself there and stay there and vibrate there and it will come to you the people that you want to attract into your life vibrate there who are they how do they look what do they dress like what are their characters what you know who are they and the biggest thing that he ever taught me was how to be a better me through law of attraction I used to ask him how do I become better he was like you create who you want to be because I didn't know at the time where I wanted to be I just knew I wanted to be better and he told me exactly how to do it he said find the people who you are drawn to find those who are where you want to be and start moving like they move study them what I didn't realize was he was teaching me how to attract my future self and in the process of doing that even attract being able to associate with these people be on the same level with them be in the same atmosphere and network with them And I have actually had the opportunities to start moving in that direction because he taught me how to attract that into my life. And learning the law of attraction through Antonio has truly changed my life. It has truly changed my success. It has truly changed who I am today. And while I am not perfect in the law of attraction, staying on top of and consistently listening to Antonio's teachings remind me every day 
to be grateful, to attract that into my life, to only focus on the outcome and attract only the outcome in my life and don't get stuck in the how and the why, just focus on the finish line and I'll attract the finish line into my life. The law of attraction has made me a greater person. I know it will do the same for you. Hey everybody, it's Antonio T. Smith Jr. and I'm excited to be with you. And I want to take this opportunity to tell you what you get, what this pathbender is about. Can you really change your life? Can I change your life? Can you bend your path? And I want to talk about four things that help you understand how I've come up with pathbender and how the idea of actually bending your path is not only realistic, but it's realistic for you. The first thing I want to tell you is I can't teach you anything because you already know everything. There is something so different about you. Something about you is so fundamentally different that if I disassemble you and put you back together, you won't have life. You don't work like the cameras recording me or the lights around the studio. Something about you is different. So if you hear me say anything in these four things that I want to tell you, the first one being you already know everything. If it feels like you're remembering, if it feels good to your soul, if it feels well with your being, that is how you know it is true. And the first thing that I'm telling you, it is true that you know what I'm about to say, you've just forgotten. There are distortions over you and these truths that have escaped you are finding their ways back to you. And I am just your guide back to your compass. It's the first thing. So in truth, something about you understands you can bend your path. Maybe you haven't thought of it, or maybe you've been thinking about it and now it is here. And it is my most gracious honor to be the person you're listening to and to be the soul that's intertwined with your destiny. The second thing I want to tell you is the principle Wu Wei. You find it in the Tao, Taoism. It is this idea of not forcing anything. My friends, life is not a life of manipulation. It's more of a life of meditation. Manifestation does not go hand in hand with manipulation. And if you are forcing your path, you're on the wrong path. If things are not coming to you in the fastest, quickest, most harmonious way possible, if your life seems as if you are swimming up a stream, 
going against the grain, flowing through cement. If you have money, but no well relationships, or you have well relationships, but no money. If you are spiritual, but broke. And if you are religious, but can't make ends meet, you are manipulating your current path. And you're not bending it to your will. Pathbender is a concept I've come up with. I am a big fan of the Wachowskis. And my favorite movie by them is Cloud Atlas. My second favorite movie now is The Matrix, which was my first, but now. And at the end of The Matrix Part 1, Neo bends reality to himself after he believes. And that's, that's basically the premise of Pathbender. The truth is, that's not science fiction. The idea of bending your path has been here for millennia. Bruce Lee told you, be like water, my friend. This is what it is, okay? I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. Now, all these things are important. So this idea of Wu Wei is about you not forcing. And Pathbender is you finding your own path and you're not forcing the events you want. You're not manipulating the events you want. You are creating the events you want. You are the greatest creator to ever live on this planet and no one can create better than you, not now or ever. The third thing I wanna tell you, and this may come as an offensive shock to some, but you are God. Uh, you are this life-giving force and I want you to think about it. You're the only species on this planet that can create something out of nothing. For, the, for theologians, way back in antiquity, there's a Latin phrase called ex nihilo. It is a phrase that means out of nothing and how God created this world ex nihilo, out of nothing. And the only life force on this planet that can take nothing and then make a masterpiece is God. But you've been doing that since the day you've been born. Take a piece of paper that has nothing there and out of nothing. J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter. Robert Greene wrote 48 Laws of Power. Out of nothing. Steven Spielberg produced movies out of nothing. Does Denzel create characters that we remember forever? This idea of out of nothing 
And you're the only one who can do that. Goldfish can't. Lions cannot. Just humans. You are God. You can find that in Christian texts in which in the book of Mark, the writer exclaims a question by the disciples as they turn towards Jesus and they ask, what manner of man is this? That even the winds and the waves obey him. Now, this isn't Christian only thing. You don't have to be Christian, Jew, Muslim to get this. The writer is explaining that even the people, the ascended master Jesus was with on a daily basis, had no idea who he was. He was not a man. He was God in man's flesh. And I say the same thing to you. You're not a man. You're not a woman. You perform miracles on a daily basis. What manner of man are you that even blank pieces of paper respect your creative power? And the last thing I want to tell you is Pathbender is about becoming a force, a force to be reckoned with. Scientifically, there's a formula for force. You can look it up yourself. Force equals mass times acceleration. We, we must talk for a little bit. In order to become a force, you need mass multiplied by acceleration. In order for you to become a force, you need energy in one place over and over to become multiplied by the acceleration, the speeding up of something to become a force. Say it again. In order to become a force, Einstein says, all mass is energy in one place times the speed of light twice. You know that as E equals MC squared. Einstein scientifically understood and explained to us that mass is simply thought idea over and over and over a thought. What is the greatest form of energy? Thought energy. A thought over and over and over moving at the speed of light twice squared over and over in one place and once you keep putting energy in one place in one place in one place in one place the energy ceases to be something invisible and becomes a tangible piece of matter this is why it's hard to destroy something that exists energy can never be created and it can never be destroyed first law of thermodynamics because once you put energy in a place over and over and over and over again, it takes infinity to destroy what has been created. So in order to become a force, someone like me must teach you how to put your energy 
harness your energy into one place over and over and over until it becomes something tangible. And in truth, you have been doing this your entire life. You just haven't been doing it deliberately for your benefit. But everything around you is your thought energy manifested into physical form. The second part of this equation, acceleration, is the idea that when you get this piece of matter, and you believe in it so much, you see it so much, it is so, it is so tangible that it gains its own speed. And then you put speed on top of that speed because everything in the world is in motion already in vibration. So this idea of acceleration is this idea that the more you speed what you created up, when you multiply that by what you created, you become a force. It's the basis of Pathbender. Mass times acceleration equals force. And many of you are attempting to become a force on this planet, but the problem is you haven't attracted someone like me yet to teach you how to deliberately create the mass you want in your life and how to deliberately accelerate that so you can be a force. Be like water, my friends. You can go to the event page and catch all of what's included. But I wanted to stand before you and tell you about the intent. I wanted you to feel my energy. I wanted you to see my face. Energy doesn't lie. If you believe like I believe, if there is something about you right now that I am awakening, we are at the same vibration, consider. I wanted you to catch my energy and I wanted you to know that your time is here and you have the power to bend your reality. Join me. Become a pathbender. I've been looking for you. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate. Mm -hmm.